Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Welcome to The Feeling Station, a podcast that touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give you, the listener, lessons that you can learn from, from their experiences. We hope you find the stories entertaining, but more importantly, meaningful, given the lesson behind everything we're going to talk about today. Today for me is very special because it's the first time I'm back in a studio recording an episode. My goodness, this COVID thing has done some crazy stuff. How are you coping? Um, I've been okay. Just been yeah. at home, working yeah. from home. And how are you finding that? Hard. Really? Yeah. At least you don't have to worry about the social distancing thing. That is true, but I kind of miss people. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we have about two meters between us, right? Yeah. <laughs> this looks and feels like two meters. <laughs> well, it's um, it's 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 really great to um to have you in studio. It was relatively short notice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got in touch with you just last night. Yeah, exactly. So I owe you a huge thank you for, for agreeing to come over to the studio. But I think I missed the personal touch. And it really feels, feels, feels good. So I, I can't thank you enough. Thanks once again. No, more than welcome. Anytime. So, so um, one of the things that's great about this podcast is that um, we try and keep people anonymous. Okay. So the episode you're going to share today is going to be one between names we're going to pick. Right. So I've chosen a name for you from the beautiful country of Kenya, still keeping it on the African continent. And your name is Nyawira. Right? Yeah, which is N-Y-A-W-I-R-A. You might want to write this down. N-Y-A-W-I-R-A. Nyawira. And what does that, that mean? That means one who's hardworking. Okay. Is that reflective of you as a person? As Are a you... person, yes. Oh, yeah? As the... So this is for me. This is my name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. That one, I'm good with that one. Now, here's the interesting bit. You need to give me a name that you want to give the guy you're going to talk about. Okay. Uh, have you thought of any names to give him? So I'm thinking. <laughs> Don't think too hard. <laughs> this is always the fun part because nobody ever comes up with the name on the spot. Be creative. Don't make it a dull name. Okay. Yeah. Um, it has to have meaning, shouldn't it? it? It doesn't have to have... Well, yeah, I guess it, if, if it should have meaning that's relatable to your situation, that would be great. Can I call him asshole? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. Let's be serious. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened. Oh, my God. No, okay. Goodness. Let's call him... Um... <laughs> Sorry. It's taking a while. Yeah, it's cool. Patrick. 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 I was going to go with a lovely... Well, one of the key words here at the beginning was be creative with the name. I mean, I'm not saying Patrick is not creative because we might have a Patrick listening. But, True. But come on. Okay, cool. We'll go with Patrick. Okay, let's do Patrick. Yeah, Patrick will work. So this, is, Patrick. so this is a story about Patrick and uh, Nyawira. Nyawira. Right. So, um, again, one of the things that's great about the podcast is people learn lessons from the experience you're going to share today. Yeah. Do you have a lesson or lessons you would like to... Bring to the table. I have a couple. Oh, a couple. Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay. So the first one is trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. then it's probably not right. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of learned that the hard way. Okay. Um, the second is um, people tend to go into relationships kind of broken. So if you need professional help before you get into 
a relationship, mm-hmm. go for it and get it. Because we've got too many people going into relationships that aren't really feeling themselves or yeah. they're not confident in themselves. And then hurt people end up hurting people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In my case, I had extremely low self-esteem when I went into my relationship. So, okay. yeah. Um, then the next is we need to change the way we speak to our young ladies. Um, at the moment, we are told marriage is this amazing thing and that's what we should aim for. I have a degree in electrical engineering. I think I've got a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yet whenever I go to the village, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm asked for is, where's your husband? Why okay. don't you have children? Okay. So, yeah. So, so, so when you say we need to change how we speak to our young people, you're, you're talking about the way that adults speak to both men and women mm. or just women about marriage? I think it's both men and women because okay. it's, it's put up on this pedestal. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think it's everything people make it out to be. Okay. But that's my opinion. Interesting. Everyone can have their own opinion. Interesting. Um, Then normally in a relationship, women build up men. Mm -hmm. If he's not building you up the same way, there's a red flag there. And you need to kind of look out for that. Yeah, I'm going to delve into that because I know some men who really build women like really, really well. Yeah. And I I know you said that. I didn't get that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then the next one is don't be naive. Okay. I think I was very naive. Don't be naive. Yeah. Now, that, that that was quite a few lessons. I'm going to try and see if I can remember them. So if my memory serves me right, I think your first one was trust your gut and then get professional help yeah. um, if you need it. Change the way that you speak to, you know, young people. If he isn't helping you and building you, that's a huge red flag. Act upon it. And the last but not the least is don't be naive. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. So we're going to get straight into it. How did you and Patrick meet? I met Patrick in primary school in grade five. Grade five. Grade five. That means you're like 10 years old. Yeah. Ten? <laughs> wow. Okay. But we, we didn't really talk. I was pretty geeky back then. Uh-huh. So we didn't really, I, I wasn't really into the boys or anything. I was kind of yeah. into my books. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. one of those good girls mm-hmm. into her books. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went through primary school, grade five. He actually left the country mm-hmm. and went to Sierra Leone for a bit. Mm-hmm. Then he came back in grade seven. Okay. Um, and then I guess we kind of had a couple of conversations and then we didn't speak. We kind of went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. I went to a lovely school and I'm sure he went to another school somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I then finished my A-levels and I went down to South Africa mm-hmm. where I studied at Cape Town University. Oh, yeah. And one day I was walking um, around lower campus and this guy just called out my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like... I was looking a hot mess. My hair wasn't done. I was about to go get my hair braided. Well, braided. Mm-hmm. Um, my hair was in a bun. Mm-hmm. And this guy just jumped out at me. Um, and he's like, it's you. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I mean, your oh, name sorry. is... Yeah, I mean, that's okay. I'll fix that. Don't worry. Nyawira. Nyawira. It's you. Yeah. And it's really weird because at that time, the house I was staying in, I had to kind of move. And I... I'm a tomboy, so I kind of lived with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. And I was moving into a new uh, digs with these guys. Yeah. Uh, and we had to sort of stay in another place for a little bit before we moved in. So he was, uh, the day I met him, he's like, why don't you just come and stay with me? So I was like, dude, I don't know you. Okay. But he's like, no, don't worry. We're, we're homies. You'll be safe with me. So you guys were just at the same uni by pure chance. Coincidence. He wasn't at the university. He was just in Cape Town. And he was just visiting Cape Town and then bang, you guys met. He was studying a pilot's course. Okay. And then we just kind of met. He said he'd noticed me a couple of times and he didn't want to approach me. But then he got the courage one day. 
That is very interesting. Yeah. I, I, I would have thought it would have been easy for him because you guys went to the same primary school. So it's not like you were a complete strange unless you were a naturally shy guy or something. I don't think you were shy. No. <laughs> okay, all right. So 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 he approached you, yeah, calls out your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there we just started talking. Mm-hmm. We actually got re- well, I stayed with him for like I think 3 nights. Yeah. Um so he stayed in his bed and I stayed on his futon. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool at least I had somewhere to stay and then I moved into my my apartment with my homies. Mm-hmm. Um and we just kept talking from there. Yeah. Uh, and we actually had a thing every Wednesday. We'd go to a bar called Stones and mm-hmm. play pool together. Mm-hmm. Um, just the two of you? Just the two of us. Okay. And we'd just have fun, just talk. Um, he actually bought me my first flower. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. But it was yellow. Yellow. Yeah. Okay, what color did you want this to be? I wanted it to be red. <laughs> <laughs> he got me a yellow flower. He, oh yeah, yeah he, was, he was doing a bit more than the ordinary. Mm. But which I think is quite nice and special but we weren't even in a relationship we were just friends so maybe that's why it was yellow yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose okay um, but yes so I was in Cape Town for about two years mm-hmm. and in that two years we met up every Wednesday we would hang out quite often we would go eat out and just kind of hang out as friends mm-hmm. um, and then I left Cape Town and he also left Cape Town at the same time he went back to Zimbabwe mm-hmm. um, and he went out to help his family and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and I came to the UK to do my degree Mm-hmm. and work on me. Okay. In that whole time, uh, he kind of just asked me out over the phone. So it was like a long distance relationship. So he asked you out, he asked you to be his girlfriend he said he wanted to. He said he wanted to sleep with me. Huh? Yeah. That's how he asked you out? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is... That's got to be the most interesting proposal I've heard in a long time. Yeah. And then somehow we just started dating. What was your reaction to that, though, when he said, I want to sleep with you? Well, I kind of wanted to sleep with him as well. (laughs) So it worked. It gets worked. But I suppose that's not the best way to go into a relationship, is it? No, it's not. But but now I want to know what your response was. Okay, so so I'm going to pretend I was Patrick and just give me your exact response on that day, right? This is us on the phone. Ring, ring. Yeah. Oh, it was a text. Oh, it was a text. (laughs) Lord of mercy. (laughs) This story gets even better. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was a text message. Okay. So so I sent my message back going, huh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. Okay, cool. And then I guess we started, we were in a relationship, Mm -hmm. even though it was not formalized. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it kind of went downhill. Mm. Yeah. Tell me about that. (sighs) This guy. Yeah, he... Okay, I don't want to sound like a hater or anything. And also I had low self-esteem. Um, so I was kind of going for anything I could get at the time. So he was nice and then he switched and he started being mean to me. He would shout at me. He would call me a bitch. Um, yeah, it was really... Why would he do that? What would trigger I guess him? I pissed him off. How? I don't know. I spoke. He actually broke up with me once because he said I spoke too much. What does that mean, speaking too much? I've got no clue. As in, as in, right now, to me, you come across as a very bubbly, talkative person. You know, uh, if, if I was quiet and reserved, maybe I would say, yeah, you know, you, you speak too much. But I don't get the impression that he's he was a quiet, quiet guy. He's not a quiet guy. 
So, so what did he actually mean when he said you speak too much? Uh, he didn't talk to me for two weeks after that, so I never really got an answer to that question. Is it possible that you are quite opinionated and he didn't like the fact that maybe you called him out on certain things? Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, the at the time when he actually broke me up, because I suppose we spoke too much, yeah. I wasn't really giving my opinion on anything. It was just a normal conversation. Maybe he was having a bad day. Yeah. Um, and he thought the best thing he could do was just... Cut you, know, you off at yeah. that moment. Yeah. Okay, so how long had you guys been going out for at this point? I actually don't remember. I mean, this thing lasted from like 2003 to 2019. Whoa. So it's been a long time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2003 to 2019. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Um, and... In that time, I think we we actually were together and broke up maybe 10 times. Whoa. And I had this weird thing in my mind that, you know, the guy kept coming back to me, so it was okay. Yeah. And it was good because he kept coming back to me. God kept sending him back to me. This is what you kept telling That's yourself? That's what I kept telling myself. I had these rose-colored glasses on my face. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So tell me the very first thing you didn't like about him. He called me a bitch. Out of the blue. Okay. There were times we had arguments, mm -hmm. um, especially about money. So I put my heart and soul into this guy. I gave him everything he needed. I put him through school. I gave him money for a little bar in his little local village. Um, I never saw any penny of that. I actually wanted to do command farming with him in Zimbabwe. So I put I put money down. Um, so that he could get someone in to cultivate the land and plow and all that crap. Yeah. So let's take this back a little bit. Did he come from a poor background? No, he came from a wealthy family. Did he Did he not finish his degree? He didn't finish his pilot thing. Okay. Uh, did he not have a job? No, I don't think people in Zimbabwe have jobs. Well, they, well, they well, do. Well, they do, but this guy didn't. Okay. Yeah. And... He wasn't really a hustler. Ah. Uh, okay, so he's not really a hustler. He didn't really finish his pilot thing. No. He's coming from a wealthy family. He kind of went into government. It doesn't sound like his, his family is giving him money. No, he actually fought a lot with his mom and dad. And so off the back of that, they probably didn't feel the need to support him. Exactly. So why did you feel the need to support him? Because as a woman, I am told to build up my man. By who? My parents, women in the village. Okay. So that's a very important thing that I want to touch on. Building a man doesn't necessarily mean giving him money. Yeah, that's true. I've learned that now. Right. Um, and in most instances, if somebody's not showing any signs of being industrious and then they are given money, that's all the reason why they're not going to bother working any further. That's, yeah. I get that now. But this is something that you didn't know at the time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get very personal. Go for it. How much did you give him in total between 2003 and 2019? I think I've spent over five grand on this guy. Over 5,000 pounds. Yep. Did he at any point say he was going to give you any of this money back? He did. Mm -hmm. However, every time we had a conversation about money, mm -hmm. I was always told I was this bitch that only thought about money and I was only in the relationship for the money. 
even though I was the one giving it to him, mm. yet I was the one that was in the relationship for the money. Did he ask for this money? He did. Because he needed money to travel from A to B or he needed money to pay for his fees or he mm. needed money to buy something. Mm-hmm. And I had the money. I felt I needed to give it to him. I'm trying to understand your um, how, how, how you navigated this. He kind of used to call me wifey. Okay. And everything that's yours is mine sort of thing. That is very interesting because he doesn't sound like he had much to give you. Yeah, he didn't have anything to give so, me. So it was more like what is yours is his. Yes. And whatever his is. It's not yours. Yeah, it's not yours because there wasn't much to give anyway, was there? No, there wasn't. Okay. But I kept going back to this person. And you say you know, this is because you had the esteem issues. You yes. and you felt okay. This is God sent. You know, he's 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 my guy. Exactly, and I thought it was okay to be treated like crap as well. Why did you think that was okay to be treated like crap? I grew up. So this is like from my childhood. Mm. I grew up in a complicated household. Um, it was very different, and I was called fat and a cow for th- two years. Two years of my life straight. My parents heard it. They didn't do anything about it. And people called me a cow, in fact, for two straight years. When you say people, is this relatives? close? Okay. Yeah. Um, And based on that, as a child, you've got all this negativity coming to you. And that's what you think love is Mm. because of that. That's why one of my lessons is, you know, if you feel broken, get help. Yeah. Yeah. So all this negativity that was now coming from, from Patrick felt normal because there's a history of this sort of thing happening. Exactly. Did you feel that giving him money might be a way of getting love in return? Yeah. You did? I did. I did. And now when I look back at it, mm-hmm. I think what an idiot I was. Okay. So this guy called you uh, a bitch and then he didn't talk to you for two weeks. and then We had a system. Every time he broke up with me, two weeks, then he'll come back. I like the way you say we had a system. Was it was it the both of you? Because this is this sounds like something that he did on his own. Yeah. So he had a system of. Uh, he'll cut you off. Uh huh. No, he'll scream at you mm-hmm. and then cut you off for two weeks and then he'll come back. So did you ever scream back at him? I did. What sort of things did you call him? Well. I mean, bearing in mind the first name you thought about giving him is asshole. <laughs> well, to be honest, one yeah. thing I did say is, you know, I kind of feel like more of a man in this relationship. Oh, you said that? Ooh. I know it's a bit harsh, but I kind of did because I was the one making all the money. I was the one working and all of that stuff. And this guy's just kind of sitting there doing nothing. I, I, I think I get why you might have said you talk too much. Because I said that. <laughs> you know, because you, I mean, for the sudden... <laughs> Things that you may have said that 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 struck a nerve. Yeah, I guess. And and he didn't like it and didn't know how to deal with it. Okay, so you have this pattern. You're not talking for two weeks. You break up, uh, uh, talk, break up, talk, break up, talk, break up. And now, this is all long distance, yeah? Yeah. yeah. In, in fact, this, that, that leads me to the question I was coming to. So when did you guys actually meet? Did you ever get to be in the same place at the same time and share your love? Well, there was one time... Um, one of my cousins was getting married in Zimbabwe. Mm. And he was like, you know what? I miss you so much. Just come to Zimbabwe. This mm-hmm. time I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really working. But I managed to fork out 800 pounds to buy my ticket to go to Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. As soon as I landed, I tried calling him. Mm-hmm. His phone was off. Okay. I was there for two weeks. This guy did not make an effort to contact me. 
Two whole weeks. Two whole weeks. Yeah. Two whole what? weeks. So that was one instance. But but did he know you were in the country? Did he, he knew did I was he in the country. Did he know you were in the country? I sent him my itinerary. And he acknowledged it like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said he was going to come and see me. No, he didn't see me. Then um, the second time, I'm going to skip a couple of years to closer to like 2018 time now. Yeah. Um, I was coming to Zim because I needed a. Br- I was going to Zim, sorry, because I needed a break. Um, so I went to this nice little place in Gweru, and I was like, you know what, come over. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point in time, he was going through this weird situation mm-hmm. where he had a baby mama. Baby mama. Yeah. Okay. Explain. Uh, at some point in our relationship, he said a lady came to his house uh, saying she had his baby. She, she was pregnant with his baby. But it kind of got brushed under the carpet and we never really spoke about it after that. It got brushed under the carpet by who? By him? Yeah, by him. We never really spoke about it. I mean, you never really spoke about it because you would be the one to bring it up. <laughs> I was because the guy's like there's a chick at my gate saying that she's having my baby, but I don't know that's not my baby. Okay. I'm gonna put myself in your shoes. Yeah. Right? If Patrick yeah. says it to me, the first thing I'm gonna say is, Okay, why is she saying that I've got your baby? Why you why not Peter from down the road? Why not Andrew from ten blocks mm-hmm. away from here? Why you? So why didn't you ask him that question? I don't know. Are you sure you don't know? I guess I didn't want to ask him that question. You didn't want to know. I didn't want to know about it. And for nine months, we didn't hear from the lady. Okay. Until the baby was born. Uh Uh-huh. And then when the baby was born, there was this whole hiccup around, um, is it his baby or is it not his baby? So he's like, I need money to to get a a paternity test. (sighs) Wow, this is mad. Okay. At that point, when he said that, I was like, dude, you know you're talking to your current girlfriend and you're saying you're having a baby by someone else. And he made it seem like I was the bad person for putting myself first. This is crazy. Yeah. You know, when you think about these things now, you're like, Aish, what the hell was I drinking? So so what did you say at that point? I gave him the money for oh the paternity Oh my God, test. you did not. I did. And no, he went to didn't. some backstore place. Um... And it came back positive. So oh, 199% yeah, yeah, yeah. that he was the baby's father. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it gets weirder. Uh-huh. So um, he doesn't have a job. He's trying to support this child. She wants to get married. So I'm like, dude, I need a holiday. So I'm coming to Zim. If you want to come see me, I'm going to be in Gweru. Come down. So he came to Gweru with me. Right? Um, we had this... It was supposed to be like a romantic night. Mm. Yeah, it was the worst night in my life. What happened? He 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 didn't get me. He didn't try do anything to make me feel amazing. He was like this bull in a china shop, just get in and get out, sort of thing. Mm. Um, in the end, we kind of never really did anything. Um, we kind of just sat there and looked at each, each other because I was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. And the entire time he was there, he was bad-mouthing this chick that just had gave birth to his baby. And you sat there and you just listened to all of it. Yeah, this. I just listened to all of it, like the good little lady I was. 
then um, I was there for, I think, three nights. And he left after two nights, even though the plan was he was going to stay. And mm-hmm. when he left, the cab that took him, he said that he paid for me to get a cab to to be able to go get a bus. Mm. Right? When it came time for me to leave, I got in that cab. The guy was like, so, you know, your boyfriend didn't pay me. Wait a minute. Then I was like, but he sent me a message saying that he, he paid and everything. And I tried calling this guy and he didn't answer his phone. Jeez. So I was now stuck in some country, well, in Zimbabwe. Hmm. And all I had was US dollars on me. And I didn't have like a phone to do like a eco transfer, those eco cash yeah, items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Those are very confusing. They you are. Know, sometimes if, 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 if you haven't used them enough. Uh, they use certain codes. Exactly. If you don't know the codes, you just get stuck. So I had to give this guy 20 US dollars 20, just to take me for US like a 10-minute drive. 20 US dollars. After bucks. this dude said he had paid for it. And then in the evening, I managed to finally get hold of him. Then he started yelling, yelling at me about, who do you think you are? You already know the whole situation without me even having to explain anything. You know what? Whatever. Cut me off. And then two weeks of silence again. Yeah. Because this is the norm. This is the norm. Yeah. So I waited my two weeks. I was back in the UK by then. So I waited my two weeks. Um, And at that point, the girl moved into his mother's house. Wait a minute. (laughs) Because she said it was his baby. Yeah. I mean, the DNA test, you know, confirms the same thing. It gets crazy. But... You were in the same room with this guy yeah. for two nights. You could have got the detail about what happened to this woman, who this woman was, and why he did this to you guys. It doesn't sound like you had that conversation. No, we didn't really have it. I just listened to him moan on about the child and how much money it cost him. Wow. You still didn't want to know? Anything about the situation? Even I had rose-colored glasses on the entire time. You I wanted someone to love me. Mm. So why am I going to anger the person? Who's giving you... <clears throat> I mean, why are you going to anger the person? Love. Who's giving you your idea of love at that time? Yeah. Which was uh, somebody who was abusive because you, you understood that to be the love language from, from, from a long time? Yeah. This is deep. This is horrible. So she moves in. She moves in. um, And now she's living there. She lived there for about, I think, three months. um, And she wanted to marry him. So at some point, I don't know, it got violent. um, And she had to get out. And then they went to court. And they did another paternity test. That one showed he was not the father. (laughs) Like, how how does oh, that even happen? Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, at this point, I'm kind of a little bit fed up of the whole situation. I thought you might have been relieved. You know, that at least, okay, this is not the father. No? No. Because he made some joke uh, when I met him some other time where he's like, so you're not going to try to trap me, right? Mm. Yeah. So no, I wasn't really relieved. 
at least I was kind of hoping if he was the father, then it would kind of give me an out. Yeah. And now that opportunity kind of went. Why couldn't you just live on your own will, of your own accord? It didn't no, feel why, right. But why did you feel you had to be given a reason when he was giving you a million and one reasons? He was... He was calling you a bitch. Yeah. He was taking your money. He was mm-hmm. making you pay more money. He was lying to you. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is a bit funny. He was lying to you about paying people that he hadn't. There were mysterious baby mamas coming in and out. You had a million and one reasons to leave. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. Wow. Yeah, I guess I was really... You know when you've got like low self-esteem and you just need someone to love you and when everyone's saying, you know, where's your husband, where's your husband, anything you can kind of get as a man. To show for it. Yeah. Man, I, I, I almost don't know what to say. Yeah. Because, because of how deep this is sounding. And like my issue is I didn't really have anyone to talk to about it. Did, did your family know about Patrick? Mm, my sister did. So when this girl moved in, where did she move into? Into his into his parents' house. So they knew her. Yeah. They didn't and know. And they me. didn't know about you. No. Did you ever ask him why he hadn't told your family about you? I mean why hadn't why he hadn't told his family about you? No. No, that never really crossed my mind. Why? Honestly, I just kinda thought about him and him only as this one individual. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about his family. But no one is ever just an individual. Everyone is a family. You marry a f- into, a family. into a family. So if you were thinking, I found someone, this is somebody who could be my husband, I would have thought maybe you might have considered the fact that he is part of a family and you'd have wanted to get involved with this family. No, not really. I never thought about that. Okay, so what happened next? So he wanted to try again. So we decided to go to Cape Town. Well, I wanted to go to Cape Town. Um, So I paid for him to come down to Cape Town. I got a nice Airbnb. He stayed with me for one night. I was there for two weeks. So where was he the other 13 I don't know where the hell he was. But he came to Cape Town. Um... He wanted to have a discussion about our relationship. So at this point, I was a bit fed up with the whole thing, the whole story. Um, But I wanted to give it another go for some odd reason. Um, So he came down to Cape Town. Um, He said that he bought me some gifts. Um, He just wanted to hang out with me just so we can just enjoy each other, right? Did you guys, but were you guys intimate? (sighs) Not really. He tried, mm-hmm. but it just kind of never happened because he never, he never did it properly. You know how some guys don't know how to have sex? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, Sha, you know, it, it's not doing, it's not, it's not happening for me. Let's try foreplay. Mm. He's like, what's foreplay? Oh my God. No, so, he's not one of those, is he? He's one of those. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So zero foreplay, which means it never really happened because half the time you weren't ready for it anyway. No, I wasn't. And even when he did try, it, mm-hmm. it just felt like glass. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was pretty painful. Mm-hmm. So no, no, that wasn't the exciting part of it. I guess it was just me trying to be with this guy. So what was keeping you going was pretty much just your thoughts about being with this guy for as long as you possibly can. To be married to him. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he came yeah. to Cape Town. He saw you for Town. one night and then he vanished for the other 13. He walked out on me. He literally, he said, I'm coming back this evening. Yeah. Um, and he never came back. He literally just walked out on me. That's where I was like, nah, you know what? No one walks out on me. So what did you do with yourself the rest of the trip then? I went on a beautiful holiday. I went up Table Mountain. Hmm. I went to the beach. I I enjoyed my holiday. Uh, at this point, were you now thinking about at least meeting other guys? Uh, no, it was too soon. Like, dude, the guy walked out on me like two days ago. I can't be meeting other people yet. But how long had you been together at this point when you walked <sighs> out? Yes five, ten no, no, years? No, 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 yeah, t- over ten years. So over ten years, and then you looking for another guy at that point you feel is too soon? Yeah, don't you have to heal yourself after, like, a breakup? Yeah, I kind of... But you guys had had multiple breakups, yeah, in, in, breakups in ten years. I just didn't feel I was kind of ready to look for anyone yet. Mm. Um, it was. I felt it was too soon for me. Okay. And, I, I mean, this is the guy I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And he literally just walked out on me, and now I'm over it. I can't start looking for another guy. Okay, it starts feeling like you've 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 hit breaking point. Yeah, yeah. At this point, and then then what happened next? Um, so I enjoyed my holiday. Uh, I came back to the UK. Um, he called me, and he was like, you know what? Let's let's just let's be friends. So we tried the whole friendship thing. Then he's like, you know, I I'm thinking of changing myself, and I want to go to a psychiatrist. So he's like, can I have some money? And me being the dutiful person I or the friend I am, I sent him money to go to a psychiatrist. Let me ask you this question. How did you giving him money make you feel? Did it make you feel good? No. I felt like I was wasting my money, but he's my friend. So it's okay to waste my money on my friend? That's what I thought at the time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he went for a couple of sessions, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think he did about 10. And I covered the cost of all of that. Um, and at this point, we're, we're just being friends. We're, we're not doing anything that we shouldn't be doing. Um, then at one point, he's like, my dad needs some money. Can I have some money? I was like, bruh, no. Uh-uh. We're not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be giving you all my money. You owe me money. You actually owe me money. Then he started going into the whole spiel about how I only care about money. No, and yeah. that's the, the shouting. Yeah, before the the, the two week silence comes. Exactly. Silence comes in. Exactly. You are one patient woman. I think I was just desperate. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Then I didn't talk to him for a little bit after that. And when I started talking to him again, um, I noticed on his WhatsApp image, there was a, a lady, a young lady on mm. his WhatsApp WhatsApp image. And I was like, oh, wow. What, is that like your girlfriend? Mm. And I was like, yeah. Then I was like, you know what? In the entire time we dated, I asked you to put me on your WhatsApp and you never did. Mm. And he's like, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I would have done that. But was it important for him to put your picture up? It was important to me because, I mean, he's putting this young lady up and showing her off to his people. But this is after, after the fact. Yeah, so, after the fact. So, so, so let's talk about 
you asking to have a picture up during your time? Why was that important to you? I wanted him to show me off. I wanted him to show that, you know, this is my girl. Mm-hmm. He did, He never did that. Okay. He so seeing that picture, that. How, how did that make you feel? It made me feel like crap. Mm. Yeah, it made me feel like crap. Because I put so much effort into this man. I built this man. I practically made him. Mm. Yet, he's got some other young lady there. Easy like that. No. And then they got married after six months. Oh my God. No, actually, before they got married, he called me and he went on about how he loves me, um, how I was the best thing that ever happened to him, how I reminded him of his mother. Um, he said, you know what? I swear I would have got cows for you. And my only question was like, so why didn't you do that then? Why is it coming now after the fact that, that you want to now get cows for me? And what was his response to that? Uh, he was like, well, I don't, I can't really say that. I mean, at the time I wasn't thinking straight. Wow. And then I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. We can only just be friends. I, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's been so long. I've put so much effort into this. I don't want to do this anymore. Then a week after that, he did his Aurora ceremony. That's where they do the cash mm. transfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you know about all of this stuff? He's he's telling you all he of this? He was telling me. He was telling me. He sent me a message. Oh, look, I did my Aurora ceremony. And, and, and how would you respond? Okay. Would you be happy for him? Oh, well done. No, yeah. no, I had a no. bit of a breakdown. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, understandably. Yeah. I was I was really hurt. I mean, after so many years of my life poured into this individual, after six months he married someone else. And I still have not seen my money yet. Mm. He said, um, one thing when he invited me to his wedding. He invited you to the wedding. <laughs> he invited me to his wedding. I was like, you know what? Um, what are you guys going to do for money? Because I used to be your support. Then he's like, you know what? It's none of your business. I'll call you after the wedding so that we can discuss money. And he hasn't called me since. I think it would have been ideal to actually call this guy asshole. You know, just like you you thought at the at the beginning instead of Patrick, because man, he's just delivered a ton load of bullshit. He is to you special, yeah. And I would look back at it and I think, wow, I wasted so much time on such an idiot. I guess you couldn't have known better. Yeah. See, if I if I had talked to people about it yeah. and compared notes with someone, I wouldn't have known that it wasn't right. Mm. Sort of thing. And you wouldn't have known that it wasn't okay yeah. to do things that way. I mean, I'll just run through the lessons. So the first one that you had was trust your gut, right? If it doesn't feel right, walk away. So yeah. we, we haven't really spoken about your gut. What was your gut telling you? From 2003 to 2019, there must have been one constant message. It was telling me to run away, but I ignored it. Because you felt this is what love should should be. And like, I thought this is what he was going like. to be my husband. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one was uh, get professional help if you need it. So is this professional help on his part? No, this was more on my part. Okay. I, I was broken when I went into that relationship. So I had warped views. Yeah. So... Get professional help. I should have gone and seen a psychiatrist. But as black people, mm-hmm. 
we don't do that. Because we're told to be strong. Exactly. Exactly. So have you seen, have you sought help since? I have. I have. Have you, have you found it useful? It's, it's a lot useful, yeah. 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 I haven't really had a relationship since yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still, I'm on the market if anyone's looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, uh, it, it, it did help. It did help. I, I feel like I'm a different person now. Okay. Yeah. Because healing is a very important thing. Exactly. And one of the things that my uh, my dad constantly told me and continues to tell me is to express every emotion in full. Mm. So if I'm sad, be as sad as you can because you can't get any sadder and you can only get happier from that point. Yeah. And if you're happy, be, be as happy and ecstatic as you can. So for you, do you feel you've expressed the maximum amount of hurt from this experience or you still feel traces of it? I think I still feel traces. Because unless and until you feel that to its fullest, it will continue to hurt you and bug you for the next relationship. Yeah, I'll work on that. So you broke up a year ago? Yeah, a year ago. And do you feel better today than you did when you originally broke up? Yes, I don't cry as much anymore. Okay, so 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 so, 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 so the healing is, is 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 yeah. is working. Yeah. Okay. Um. The the next lesson that you had was uh, change. Your, you know, grown ups need to change the way that they speak to young ladies. Mm. So for you, do you have any young people that you speak to who are very keen on marriage? They just want marriage, 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 marriage. Yeah, my little um, cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what advice do you give them based on your experience? You know, it's, marriage is not just the only thing. Mm. Even if you have a good job and you're happy, it's okay. Don't let these people in the village talk about where's your child. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You don't need, no. Make sure you are happy about you and everything about you. Yeah. Marriage will come when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, on to the next point. If he isn't helping you, <laughs> he clearly was not helping you at at all. You know, to build, then don't build him. Yeah. Yeah. That one's the kicker right there. Yeah. 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 Building comes in different forms though, doesn't it? It it's, does. It's, it's not just financial. It's exactly. uh, it's emotional, emotionally supporting someone. Because sometimes I think maybe that's all they need. That's true. You know, just that emotional support to, to help them get to the next level. That's true. Well, and this then, guy was like, yeah, I got a bank up in here. So. Yeah, exactly. He, he kind of took advantage, didn't he? He did. This guy was terrible, man. And then the last one that you have is don't be naive. Yeah, I, I, I thought I it was like a fairy tale thing. You know, you meet in primary school, you get married, you mm-hmm. live happily after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not like life is not like that. Yeah, yeah. So you say you're you're back on the market. Um, if if a guy comes to you now, what's the first thing you really look for? What are the first top three things you look for? Does he need to have a job? Does he need to be? Uh, he needs to have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to hold a conversation. He'd be able to hold a conversation mm-hmm. and not tell me that I am talking too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needs to want to be around me as well. Yeah, yeah, and not ignore me like I'm some piece of meat or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are things I'm looking for. You know, um, from from the beginning of the conversation to to where we are now, I can actually feel the difference. It it doesn't feel like you are that um, quiet, laid back, naive person anymore. No, I'm not. I think your experience with Patrick has 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 really done something to you. I I mean I know it was bad and for a very long time, 
but it was also good in quotes. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, you know, because you've learned your lessons, and now I yeah. think you can spot bullshit a mile away. Exactly. And 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 I think you know what to do with money now when it comes to <laughs> <Exactly>. guys. <laughs> you know, don't be in a rush to exactly. uh, to 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 let it down. Exactly, that's true. Wow, this has been great. Uh, I really appreciate you coming out to 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 speak, especially in these COVID times. Um, it, it it does make a difference. I don't know if this would have been the same if we did it over the phone. You know, so I'm sure. really, really grateful that you came through for this one. And for those who are listening to this episode, we had five really strong lessons that came out. First one is trust your gut. Second, get professional help. Third, change the way that you speak to young people about marriage. Fourth, if he's not helping you, he's probably not the right person for you. And last but not least, don't be naive. You've been listening to another Feeling Station podcast. I'm your host, Tinto, and I look forward to catching you in the next one. Peace. Taxis on Daru Raini and Chucky Zangas. Tell me what you're feeling now that it's over. Taxis on Daru Raini and Chucky Zangas. Let me talk about my feelings. Let me talk about my feelings. Yeah. Uru doi motor no to kujitiro amai. Kujitiro amai. Love is a fire. Uru doi motor no to kujitiro amai.